So Reverend Charles Harrison is talking about urban violence. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. It's good to be with you. What's driving urban violence? One, drug trafficking that has become the engine of the underground economy. So this is from Reverend Charles Harrison, 10-Point Coalition. A lot of conversation about how to deal with, with violence here, walking the, the neighborhoods. I may not agree with everything, but he is constantly and consistently putting forth, here's the issue, here's the idea, here's what we can do, here's where we've seen success, etc. This conversation of the underground economy is an interesting one because can anybody actually share with me the data of what the drug economy is doing in Indianapolis? That would be an interesting data point, one that I had not considered. What is, see, we often talk about the cost of drug dealing or drug use in a city. What are they making? When you take a look at the amount of drugs that are caught by Border Patrol, and you see the the the, the caches, and you're like, my gosh, this is a tremendous amount of drugs. I mean, I don't even I don't even want to make a joke. Like this is a Charlie Sheen amount of drugs. This is a huge amount of drugs. But that's the stuff they're willing to give up because of what they're getting into the country. Those caught. Drugs are, are 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 the loss leader for their industry. Holy mackerel! You realize how big this industry is. So when we you talk about, or, or Reverend Charles Harrison is talking about the underground economy, drug trafficking being the engine of the underground economy. What is that economy? Have we been ever been able to put a number to the amount of money made through the selling of illegal drugs? Two, easy access to unlawful guns and rifles. Before you even rise up, settle down, listen to what he said. Easy access to unlawful guns and rifles. Absolutely, positively correct. Number three, this is from Reverend uh, Charles Harrison, uh, What's Driving Urban Violence? Rap music, music videos, and video games that glorify the gangsta and thug lifestyle. This has now become a way of life. It's interesting that he didn't say rap and vi- rap music videos and video games that glorify violence. That glorify the gangster and thug lifestyle. Although he wrote it as gangster, and I just can't get away with saying gangster. That is interesting. I think worthy of a conversation because I may not know all the games that are out there. If you're talking about Grand Theft Auto where you're supposed to just go around beating people up. Well, that is a thug lifestyle, right? Um, number four, broken homes without fathers and positive male role models in the lives of both sons and daughters. Some of our children are growing up with parents who have drug addictions. Yes, those, now those are two separate issues. But this is a, that larger conversation about culture which people are afraid to have because, oh, Tony, it's going to be seen as racist. Come at me. I've already been called every name uh, under the sun. What does it matter? We've got things to do. I have no time for people's crazy. I don't know how else to, to, to properly explain that to people. I am just unmoved by screams of racism. We've got work to do. So let's go do some work with people who actually want to do the work. And by the way, drug addictions happen in white homes too. And it is an issue. 
and the behaviors modeled there. The conversations that I've had with people about what's going on in places, you know, we'll talk about the places with the money, Carmel and Zionsville, where kids absolutely have drug issues and the parents do everything under the sun to cover it up so nobody knows. But everybody knows that in and of itself is an issue. Poverty and poor education. Well, we'd have to have a conversation about what poor education is. And then we'd have to com- have a conversation about what is bringing about the poverty. But you're not, I, it, it, again, part of a grander conversation happily. Number six he has on his list is a Reverend Charles Harrison about driving urban violence, gangs and cliques, and then hopelessness and high unemployment. Now, it's a weird thing to say high unemployment when you realize how many jobs are out there. So maybe the argument is kids who aren't prepared for the jobs as opposed to the jobs that are on the street. But Reverend Charles Harrison, right there, seven things he brought up. If we were able to attack one of those as a, a, a uh, uh, what do you want to call it, a community, a society, as Indianapolis, as central Indiana... We'd be better off, right? As goes the capital city, so will go the state. Which is why I was so bothered and continue to be bothered by the Republican Party that did not run races properly for mayor or for the city county council, and they abandoned the capital city. They now have a new leader of the Marion County GOP. We'll see what they come together with. You don't abandon the capital city. The nonstop violence in the capital city and a city county council that they think the answer is painting Black Lives Matter on the streets. It's an unserious group of people. You need a thriving Indianapolis to better create a thriving Indiana. Undoubtedly true, which is why I talk about the arts and talk about building these things. Vision is necessary. I'm not saying Charles Harrison is the only vision, but at least he's putting out here where I see the issues. Now maybe we all together can figure out how to solve at least one of them.